And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad. He is a healing evangelist for the Jesus the Answer Outreach Ministry, an outreach crusade bringing healing, deliverance and breakthrough to many people. Breakthrough Ministries International is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week. Now, let's listen to Pastor Chris. How can I say thanks for the things you have done for me? Things so undeserved that you gave to prove your love for me the voices of a million angels could not express my gratitude all
presence of God this morning, in this place and this time this morning. And I'm sure you can all experience it. Please open up your hearts. Do not let anything to be in your way. Let God minister to you this morning. Everyone standing in the building, there's miracles going to happen in this place this morning. There's testimonies going to come from this place. God is going to touch you at the place, at the point of your need. Amen. The man of God is here with the word of God in his mouth. Signs and wonders are going to happen. I want you to put your hands together as we welcome my pastor, my father in the ministry, Pastor Chris Ross.
for with his blood he has saved us and with his power he has raised us we give you praise and we give you thanks stand before you as mere mortal knowing that you are god and god alone with our voices with our hands with our strength everything that is in us and everything that has breath we come to praise you lord we thank you we give you praise let your presence abide now with us i pray through the instruction of the word that lives will be forever changed thank you for the holy ghost thank you for your holy presence we we appreciate you lord we thank you we praise you in jesus name one more time let's clap for the lord and you may take your seats hallelujah glory to god what a blessing to be here this morning I believe the Lord is already blessed us and we are already filled with the wonderful praise and worship we are enjoying. Amen. Somebody said it's a bit cold, so if you feel cold, just wave to us and we can close some of the windows. You're all okay? All right. Otherwise we could do that. Amen. Now we are thankful to be here today. Today is a special day. It's the Lord's day. Amen. 6 days we do all our things and on the 7th day we give completely to God. Amen. 1 out of 7 is important. Amen. And today we also have a crusade or an outreach set up for just around the corner i believe in leiden and you know how powerful it is when we go out to win souls hallelujah and that's why i encourage you all to come and support to be there we must obey the command of god to go here therefore go here therefore go here therefore teach all nations baptize them in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit amen and that's what we are doing and we are trusting god just like we uh did for fuurbrug we will do for leiden and hopefully there can be a pathway from leiden to this beautiful cathedral every sunday amen we don't invite people from other churches to come and be part of us we rather go and fetch the souls from the streets amen that is beautiful so 3 o'clock we are all meeting whilst we are here there are some of our men on the trucks already they taking the stage and they'll come back for the chairs now we setting up in leiden there will be no rain might be a little cold so bring some warm jacket with you so that we can do the work of the lord and those people who went out yesterday god bless you but you must go again earlier at 3 to go and 
do more handball drives in Leiden. Amen? Leiden shall be saved. Do you believe it? The gospel of Jesus will be preached. Many lives will be transformed. Amen. This morning, I, I feel led by the Holy Spirit to speak to you and to teach you something very, very important. Amen? Every church has a culture and every church has a certain way of doing things. <clears throat> and I would like this church to also ad adopt uh, this beautiful spiritual attitude of thankfulness. I asked Virgil to sing the song, How Can I Say Thanks for the Things God Has Done for Me. And I want to entitle my sermon, the, the first few lines of that chorus of song, How Can I Say Thanks? How can I Say Thanks? Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which you are called in one body, and be ye thankful. And be ye thankful. NLT, and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace. And always be thankful. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. I also want to read another scripture in the start of my teaching to you. 2 Timothy 3 verses 1 to 5. I'm going to show you something very important this morning and I want you to pay careful attention that something we think is so small and so trivial in God's eyes is very big. When something is small to you and it's big to God, you must take notice of it. Amen? In this scripture, 2 Timothy 3 verses 1, there is a list of 18 moral blemishes that will characterize the last days we live in. How many of you are aware we are living in the last days? The Bible described the last days there'll be wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes, and all these things have happened. Plagues. Hey, we are living close to the return of Jesus Christ. Trust you'll be ready when Jesus comes. Amen. But what characterizes the last days? You will find unthankful people in the list of terrible faults of the human race. And in the last days, men will be more and more ungrateful. It is the nature of the devil to be ungrateful and forgetful about all the good things that has been done for him. So in 2 Timothy 3, 1, we see, it says, you should know this, Timothy, that in the last days, I'm going to read till verse 5, there will be very difficult times. For people will love only themselves and their money. Say mercy. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents and ungrateful. The King James says, 
unthankful. All right? They will consider nothing sacred. Hey, keep going. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. Do you see this in our areas? They will be cruel and hate what is good. <laughs> they will hate what is good. Can you believe it? They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride and love pleasure rather than loving God. And then in verse 5, they will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. Amen? It's not only Pastor Chris who teach you to stay away from wicked people. The Bible is implicit and explicit. Stay away from people like that. Say amen. amen. When we are small, we, or when the children are small, we normally teach them please and thank you. Isn't it? It's a common thing. We had a little video we used to play for our daughter when she was a baby. Barney the dinosaur used to sing, say please and thank you. They are the magic words. We kept drilling her because she didn't always say please and thank you. Our little child, she's not here, but she went when she was small. <laughs> that one is not here anymore. She's, she's grown up. Please and thank you. They are the magic words if you want nice things. I even, I even still remember it fine. Please and thank you, they are the magic words. If you want nice things to happen, they're the words that must be heard. Something like that. Yeah. So we teach them, young boys and girls, thank you, thank you. When a hand is stretched out to give you something, say thank you. Yeah. It's part of Christian culture even. We learn the art of saying thank you and the art of being thankful. But it's, not, it's more than just a culture, and I don't just want it to be a culture here also. It's an important spiritual principle. Are you all listening to me? It might sound very small today, but it's, you must take very deep note of what I'm saying. It's an important spiritual principle. It's a, it's a spiritual condition. It is actually a weapon. Saying thank you is a weapon. Because being thankful fights evil spirits. You didn't know that, huh? Being thankful fights evil spirits. And it also creates an atmosphere for the presence of the Holy Spirit. Say amen. Just being thankful does so many powerful things for all of us. Amen. I'll give you some key points of what thankfulness will do for you. Number one, saying thanks is a constant part of prayer. In Philippians 4 verse 6, the Bible is clear. Be careful for nothing. Don't worry about anything. Yes. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all that He has done. When we come here to pray on a Saturday, you will see the first large part of the prayer we spend in saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for everything. How can I say thanks for all the things that God has done for me? Hallelujah. 
always included as the entry point of your prayer, part of thanksgiving. Hallelujah. And it's a sign that you are very grateful in your hearts. It is also a sign that you do not, if you are not thankful, it, it says you don't recognize the great things that God has done. But the Bible says in Psalm 106, praise the Lord and give thanks unto the Lord for he is good, his mercy endures forever. Who can utter the mighty acts of the Lord? Who can show forth the praise of God? Blessed are they that keep judgment and he that doth righteousness at all times. So your entry into prayer is, I come to thank you. Lord, I just came to thank you. Hallelujah. All the acts of God in your life is important. When we pray here on, on Saturdays, I always say, thank God for five things that God has done for you. I'm sure there's a thousand things, but just for now, thank him for five things that he has done for you. And as you're sitting here right now, why don't you think of five things that the Lord has just done for you over the last few weeks? Amen. Number two, to be thankful as an attitude of your life. You see, you must have thankfulness as an attitude of your life. Colossians 3.15 is the verse which we read. Let peace be in your heart and be thankful. So you get people who just learn to say thank you because it's part of their culture. The children say thank you. And it's an automatic thing for many people. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But... Some people are unthankful and ungrateful, but they've also learned how to say thank you, but they are not thankful. This is very important. Saying thank you does not mean you are thankful. <laughs> so you can say, thank you for a boat course, but that thing you hear, I go like this. I go like this, pap, raise what he and my boat go. So you said thank you, but you are not thankful. Because being thankful is a spiritual state. Are you learning? You, you, you are always thankful. You're in a spiritual state. It's a state of constant gratefulness. A state of singing and praising God and thanking God. Hallelujah. It's a state of great appreciation. So remember, it is possible to say thank you without being thankful. Number three, take notes this morning, I'm teaching. Give thanks always because it is a weapon that releases great miracles. It is a weapon that releases great miracles. John chapter 6 verse 23, the Bible says they came both from Tiberias, close to the place where they ate bread. And then it has this, look at this beautiful scripture. Look at this beautiful scripture. Uh, they describe a place where Jesus gave thanks. I want you all to take note of the scripture. It says, there came boats from Tiberias near to the place where they ate the bread. 
Jesus multiplied the bread. Are you with me? He multiplied 5,000 people ate from a very small amount. Five loaves of bread and two fish fed 5,000 men. This was one of the greatest miracles ever recorded. But I'll tell you now why it was great. But I want you to notice, they recognized, then, then at the later stage, they went with the boats, and then when they saw the place, they didn't mention, they said, that is the place where Jesus gave thanks. The miracle was remembered because of the marvelous attitude of Christ to save. That, that was not a biggie. Are you listening to me? There was a problem. <laughs> Many people with a little food, it's a mega problem. But instead of complaining, instead of crying, he actually gave thanks. I said, Lord, for this little, I give thee thanks, almighty God. I give thee thanks. Why was this one of the greatest miracles? It is one of the, it is the only miracle that the people saw that after it happened, they decided to make him now a king. All the people came together and said, make this man the king of all of us. He's the new king of this city, the new king of this country because how can you give five loaves and two fish to 5,000 men and the woman and the children with probably about 15,000 people. It is a stupendous miracle. And remember, it was not the only miracle of, of multiplication. He did it again at the later stage when there were seven loaves and etc. He, he did it twice. In case you thought it was a mistake or a magic trick, he did it twice. But it is remembered because he lifted his eyes to heaven and he gave thanks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is the key to miracles. Amen. I've learned to pray in that way that when before I ask God for his wonderful power, I first thank him for what we already have. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Thank him for what you already have. See, before you are, prayer shouldn't just be a coming to ask. There is a daily bread section in the Our Father. But the thanking God is the biggest part because it's the, it's the, it's the start. It's the preparation for a miracle that is coming your way. Amen? And maybe you'll see the greatest miracle when you start to give thanks. When you stand in front of an impossible situation, and many of you here, I am so aware that we have so many difficult situations. I, 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 I was born on a Friday, but not this Friday past. Yeah. So I know that you have many problems. Many of, I speak to so many people, and the problems are huge. But I give you the word of God to you today. Start to say thanks. And you will see a great miracle in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands and say thank you to the Lord. As you stand before the Red Sea, wondering how is this going to part, just lift up your hands and say thanks. If you stand before sickness and disease, the horror, the pain, 
lift up your hands and say thank you to God. Hallelujah. And God will make a way where there seems to be no way. He's looking for a thankful attitude and a thankful heart. Hallelujah. Number four. Are you taking notes? Avoid unthankfulness because it is a sign of the last day evils. Avoid it. In that scripture I read, 2 Timothy 3 verse 2, it said, men will be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, disobedient to parents, proud, blasphemous, and unthankful. Hey, unholy and unthankful. This is included, unthankfulness is included in a list that is very alarming. Mm. High-ranking evils. So unthankfulness is definitely a great problem to God. Don't play with it. It is a dangerous evil. When we teach loyalty, disloyalty, you see, you don't always think about these things that is coming that like I'm teaching you now. But this is actually an unthankful attitude. Last week I was preaching here about disgrace and shame. And I said, many of you have found you, even your wife you found here. Many of you, your beloveds are found here. But when people, they leave, there's not even a word of thank you, pastor. Nothing. So if you, if you think I'm preaching to stones, unthankfulness is here amongst us all the time. Because I've seen it happen Plenty of times. Oh, yes. When I say, oh, yes, you must also say, oh, yes. I was in Singapore, and then every time when Bishop said, oh, yes, then the whole crowd went, oh, yes. And I thought, I like that. I'm going to copy it. Oh, yes. You're like an attitude, dinge overboard, fatisim. The spirit, the spirit of unthankfulness opened up his heart, you know, uh, a person that was unthankful for all the things that has been done for him. There were many in this church, and it opened up their hearts, and they were swallowed up by other evils. So it, it doesn't start by rudeness, you see, and by open rebellion, and by rebellion. It starts by just being unthankful. Are you with me? The small misdemeanor of not being thankful. I mean, look how nice you're sitting on that chair. The chair didn't even break. Are you thankful? You're thankful we didn't buy the chairs by Chinatown? <laughs> look how nice you're sitting here. I mean, the, even if it does rain, it doesn't fall on your head. Are you not thankful? Are you not thankful that you can come to a nice church? Look at the people next to you. The people, you can even smell the perfume of the lady sitting next to me. If you go in a Dove taxi, you don't smell these nice things. You're not thankful. You're sitting next to an important person. Can, can you believe it? And you're not thankful. What happens is that 
with, with, listen carefully, it starts by you not being thankful, then you open up the door for other evils to enter. You see, this list of Colossians, of of Timothy, sorry, of all the 18 evils, amongst them is this one, unthankfulness. So you open the door to this rebellion, wickedness, pride. Be careful of unthankfulness. It's a high-ranking evil in our last day generation. Men will be unthankful. Don't think it's a small mistake. No. It's a terrible evil. Number five. Avoid bearing grudges against the unthankful. Now, people are unthankful to me, but the Lord has warned me not to have a a bitter heart towards them. Amen. I mean, many of you have never said thank you to me. I don't recall ever, all of you, any of you. You don't think that what I'm doing for you is anything great, huh? <laughs> yeah. But I don't, I'm not bitter towards you. I, my heart is clean because the ungratefulness is so much in the last days. If I must get angry and bitter towards you, then another root of evil will also come to me. Oh, yes. Even, even disloyal people who live and who rude and who turn back, because a lot of people, they pay back evil for good. Instead of saying thank you, they give you a thank you in a different way. Are you with me? Like Jesus, for example, he came to heal the sick, raise the dead, cause blinded eyes to see. How did they thank him? They murdered him. That was the thank you to Jesus. We murdered him. In the history books, you will read about an Italian uh, hero who saved Italy from many wars. He was a great warrior. Then the Senate sat to discuss how will they pay this man back? How will they reward him? You know what they decided? They will make him a patron saint. All the people in the generations will call him a saint. And they will make a statue for him. But before you can be a saint, you must first be dead. So they decided to kill him. This was their thank you for what this man did to save Italy from the many wars. I'll give you the name of this man soon. I'll look in my notes quickly. They decided to murder him. It's in the history books. And then said, now from now on, This man is a saint. Everybody must remember him as a saint. This is the reward for what I did for you. Is that what you do? You come to kill me. (laughs) Many evils. Do you see? Listen carefully to me. Many perversions and evils come. Romans 1.21. I want you to understand this, and I don't want anybody to get angry with me now. But I have to make this clear. This is what the Bible says. When they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were they. Everybody, neither were they. So God made the heavens, the earth. Now the people who knew God, they didn't glorify him as God. They weren't even thankful. I mean, you breathe the air. 
you're not even thankful. You can wash with water, you're not even, God made the water, the land, the sea, you're not thankful. Now, now listen how evil comes on you if you're unthankful. They were neither thankful but became vain in their imaginations. Die nieuwe vertaling, to rakele mal. To rakele mal. What made the madness? They were not thankful for what they saw God had did for them. Listen. But became vain in the, and in the, the foolish heart was darkened. Hey. So many of the evils we see today in the world, the perversions we see today, it comes through unthankfulness. When men discovered more about the creation and the beautiful earth that God had made, they didn't say thank you to God. They started saying, I wonder how this earth came to be. Maybe some phony explosion happened in the nucleus of the atmosphere when a cloud gathered together. And maybe this is how we came. 25 million years ago, there was a little speck of dust that exploded and became the earth. Huh? They did not glorify him as God or say thank you. When they discovered the planets, when they discovered the moon, I mean they landed on the moon. And the stars, they were not thankful to God. That's why in America, in Europe today, go to Europe, all the churches are just like monuments to visit. There's no church going on there. I was in Oxford many years ago in England and I went to visit the church there, Pentecostal church. There were like six people in the church. Huge cathedral. They say John Wesley used to preach there. I couldn't believe it. It's empty because the people in Europe and in many places, if, in this country even, they don't believe in God. Drive down the streets of Diaf and you see how many people in their vain imagination don't even think they must come to a church to come say thank you to God because they don't believe God exists. I'm talking about unthankfulness. When people are unthankful, they become almost mad. The unthankfulness is a form of insanity. Why would you not be grateful for the oxygen you breathe? The water you drink? The life God has given you? When you see so much destruction around you, can't you recognize the good things God is doing for you? When people are unthankful, they become like mad men on the loose. Yeah. When professors cut open a human body, they see the anatomy, biochemistry, all the sciences. They didn't thank God. <laughs> they failed to glorify God for the human body. They become like mad people. And now the Bible says in Romans 1 verse 21 or 26, just, just listen to what God did for them. For this cause, but put it in another version, please. That is why God abandoned them to their shameful desires. Even the woman turned against the natural way to have sex with one another, right? And instead indulged in sex with each other. 27. 
And the men, instead of having normal sexual relations with women, they burned with lust for each other. Men did shameful things with other men, and as a result of the sin, they suffered within themselves the penalty they deserved. Verse 28. Since they thought it foolish to acknowledge God, he abandoned them to their foolish thinking and let them do things they should never have done. Where did it start? Unthankfulness. They didn't think God made it. Now when God makes human beings, they say, something's wrong with a human being. No, you should be thankful. From this unthankfulness, you become almost mad. And God gives you over to, the King James says, a reprobate mind. You desire things that's not natural. Are you listening? You didn't, you didn't think unthankfulness can bring us to all this nonsense, isn't it? Perversions, it's an English word. So today people even have sex with animals. It's a perversion. And it's allowed. The animal has rights. You must listen to the news and you will find many strange things in the last days. It happened by men did not acknowledge God. And they didn't say thank you Lord for the air that I breathe. They came to think about where did all these things come from? Where did the tree come from? Where did water come from? They did not acknowledge that it came from God. And God abandoned them. Do you want God to abandon you? Then you must get rid of any unthankfulness in your being. Amen. God is warning us to be thankful. Because unthankfulness is a curse. A dangerous curse. Disloyal people will never be free from a curse. No, because part of it is unthankfulness. Are you with me? Unthankfulness. Number seven, are you still here? Or are you going home? I'm going to rush over this one. Saying thanks neutralizes diseases in your food. That's why we pray before we eat. Amen. That's in 1 Timothy 4, verse 5. If the food is received with thanksgiving, it is sanctified by the word of God and pray. All of you must learn to say thank you before you pray, before you eat. Even if you're in a restaurant. Amen? Don't be afraid to pray in a restaurant. Or where do you buy your hot chips? By Fridays. You sit there on the palaces. Before you eat, say thank you to the Lord. You are not listening to me. You think I'm joking, huh? I'm showing you how evils come by people being unthankful and ungrateful. Diseases are neutralized in your food if you can pray and say thank you. It's the master key to killing germs and ending all this. You think it was that you washed your hands. It's not that. You have prayed. Amen. Number eight. What does giving thanks do for the Christian? It is a key to being filled with the Holy Spirit and the anointing. Hallelujah. 
Ephesians 5 verse 18 says, giving thanks always to God for all things. Ephesians 5, 18. Don't, don't be drunk with wine because that is, will ruin your life. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. In the same verse you see, sing psalms, spiritual songs, and make music. And then in verse 20, listen to this. And give thanks. Everybody say, give thanks. For everything to God, for the Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So that's a master key to being filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So if, if you're constantly are thankful for the pastor you have, for the church you have, don't let people say bad things about you. That's why you will have the Holy Spirit. It's part of being filled with the Holy Spirit, an attitude of gratefulness. Hallelujah. A beautiful attitude. Number nine, your flourishing and your abounding is dependent also on your level of thankfulness. Colossians 2 verse 7, the Bible says, rooted and built up in him, established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding, you will overflow with thankfulness. Can you see this? Let your roots grow down in him and let your lives be built. Then your faith will grow strong and you will overflow with thankfulness. I saw this first when I started to travel to West Africa. I saw this constant thankfulness uh, in the lives of the church members there and I thought this is something I don't see here in Cape Town. Are you with me? And then I also saw their churches flourishing and abounding, you know. So sometimes you think it's a strategy of church growth. What? No, no, no. It's the little things like thankfulness. Everybody's always thankful. There's not a lot of murmuring and complaining and ungratefulness. No, there's an attitude of, of gratitude. And I would love that attitude to be right here in the church. Not just that you say thank you, but you are thankful. Amen. All of us. So I want to hear thank you all. If I pass you by, I will just hear you saying thank you to someone. I don't know for what, but for something. Unless you will become mad and God will abandon you. Yeah. That's what happens. You become, you become mad. God gives you over to madness. You start saying all type of mad things. You, you don't see your body as coming from God. You pierce your nose, you pierce your navel, you pierce your bum, you pierce everything. There's, 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 there's holes everywhere. Hey! I can't even tell you your body is the temple of the Holy. What? God? Where's God? You say, where's God? You look like a walking, uh, what? Metal shop. Jewelry store. You got five rings in the ear. Five. Unthankfulness. Your flourishing in the kingdom of God is very dependent on your thankfulness. Yes, you will only abound when you are a thankful person. Don't you want to flourish in God's house? You must be thankful. 
You must be thankful for your church. You must be thankful for your pastor. Say amen. amen. You must feel that this is a beautiful church. Do you feel that way? Amen. And you must think that your pastor is a good pastor. Amen. Do you think that way? Amen. You must appreciate your, your, your shepherds that guide you and your zone pastors and your district pastors. Do you do that? You must thank God for the music in the church. Thank God for our band sitting here. Do you thank him? Thank him for the singers. Thank him how nice Virgie could lead you into worship this morning. Are you thankful? Or are you a fault finder? Be thankful for everything. And you will flourish because you are always thankful. Hallelujah. You must be thankful that you're sitting here this morning. Are you thankful? You should not desire to get out of church as soon as possible. It means you're not thankful. That is the master key to abounding in the work of God. Rooted and built up in Him. Established in the faith. Hallelujah. And you will be, you will be you will abound because of your thankfulness to God. Number 10, and I'm coming to a close now. Amen? You must use thanksgiving as your key to getting near to God's presence. Psalm 95 verse 2, let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalm. Hallelujah. The most famous one is Psalm 100, and 100 verse 4. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his holy name. It's a must. Thankfulness is a master key to experiencing the presence of God. And many churches experience God's presence without even the preacher preaching. It's just the worship, because the worship songs are most, many times, a thanksgiving unto God. And then the presence of God comes into the place. Amen. You could, could you sense the presence when the team was singing this morning? Yeah. Yeah. It, it is the master key to bring you close to the presence of God. Yeah. Hallelujah. If you don't... If you don't have a spirit of thankfulness, then demons will always be close to you because uh, you, you have filled the atmosphere with discontentedness and, and, and unhappiness. Demons fill people because they are continually grumbling and complaining. They are angry at everything. And they are unhappy with everything. And then the door opens for evil spirits to come in. Amen. This is what happened in the wilderness when they walked with Moses. They were filled with discontentment and grumbling. And they opened the door for evil spirits. And all the children under 20 years, over 20 years were killed 
because of evil spirits. Yeah. Make sure you don't fall to evil spirits through your unthankfulness. Amen. God wants to change your life and God wants to bless you. God wants to help you, but you must be thankful. Maybe you're visiting here this morning and you don't even know that it's a great blessing that God has allowed you to come sit here with us. You're not even thankful for that. You, 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 you. If you are thankful, it's the start of the change of your life today. Yeah. Thankfulness. What a glory to be in the presence of God. Amen. All right, number 11, I'm almost done. Number 11, be thankful to God's servants who are sent to you. Be thankful to God's servants who are sent to you. Be thankful to God's servants who are sent to you. Mm. Pastor Charlie, there are many men that are not thankful and they don't understand that the gift that God gives them in a human being is a great gift. He gave some pastors, evangelists, teachers. It's a gift to you. But you didn't appreciate the gift, you see. You don't think that it's like somebody giving, you giving a gift and somebody rejecting it. It's not nice. God gave you this gift. People didn't recognize it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I was reading a book, The Church Must Send or It Will End. Then I thought, I told my wife, I was reading the book and I showed her, I said, look here, sweetie, I thought this book was about missions, going out, going out. But the book is about what ends the lives of people. I was so blessed because I like that. I like biographies. So I said, look at this. It says, what ends the life of people? What ended the ministry of Adam? What ended the ministry of Cain? What ended the ministry of Saul? What ended the ministry, and they have all these, oh none, what ended the ministry? I said, my God. You see, you see, when an aeroplane crashes, there's a very deep investigation. Find the black box. You don't know, you must watch these things, National Geographic. When an airplane goes down into the ocean, they want to know what happened because death is the final straw. There's nothing after death on this earth. It's the last straw. What was the cause of this death? What was the cause of this crash so that we can prevent this crash in future? Are you here? What was the cause of Adam's failure? What was the cause of the rejection of Cain? What was the cause of the rejection of Israelites in the desert? And that book talks about the many causes. I'm going to do a camp with that book, I'm telling you. But I'm here to tell you. You see, you might not think that your end came because of unthankfulness. But I can tell you, it is the beginning of the end. It's the beginning of the end. Because I started to think, you know, and then, and then the book gives uh, a scripture in Isaiah, I don't have it with me now, that says, 
how those who oppose the gift that was given to them, they will turn into nothing. You, you, will, you will search for them, but you won't even find them. I was so shocked. And I realized it's the truth. Because I thought of the people that were once with me and then weren't happy, weren't gratitude, didn't have an attitude of gratitude, didn't say thank you, just had problems. Then I, when I must ask you, where are they serving? Where, are they at the church somewhere? Do you know where I can find them? When I asked that question, I knew that the word of God is true. Isaiah, they will turn into nothing and you will find it very hard to find them. Die woord van die Heere is daarom waar, jong. Sy kan my jou ma speel. Sy kan my jou pa speel. Maar moet nie met Godse woord speel nie. Don't attack the servants of God and you say, oh, they just want to abuse the scriptures. Don't do that. Be thankful. Be happy that God sent you a pastor. You will see you abounding and you flourishing. But the ungrateful one will turn to nothing. You will hardly find They are gone. Is it true? Oh, yes. Hey, let the clock clock loop. Let the clock Vader, het nou een klok ingezet. Kan jij nog gloeien? Hij zei: Ik moet klaarmaken. Hij kreeg niet kost voor me, dag. Halleluja. Be thankful for the servant that is sent to you. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 12. We request of you, brethren. We beseech you. Now put it in the American, the other year. Dear brothers and sisters, honor those who are your leaders in the Lord's work. They work hard among you and give you your spiritual guidance. Be thankful. Be thankful. When God wants to be kind to you, He will send a man to you. He gave gifts to men. Ephesians 4.11 They are your gifts, the expression of God's love to you. But when you are discontented and disgruntled and angry with the gift, God doesn't feel good. God doesn't feel good at all. My second last point, thank God because it is a message from you to God. Every time you thank God, it's a message from you to God. You're saying that God is a good person and not a bad person in your life. Psalm 107 verse 1, give thanks to the Lord. Why? For He is good and His mercy endures forever. Every time you say thank you Lord, you're actually saying to the Lord, I thank you because you are a good God. Amen. I'm saying thank you because you are a good God. The Bible is full of these verses. Psalm 118 verse 1, Give thanks to the Lord for His good. His mercy endures forever. And if you, if you say thank you, 
you, thinking that someone is good shows love and appreciation. I want this church to be full of love and appreciation. I don't want murmuring in the church. Everything won't work well, but we can sort it out. But there shouldn't be an attitude of murmuring and complaining. Are you with me? You must like it here. You must love it here. You must say thank you for everything. Are you with me? Yes. From today I want to hear thank you all the time. And you will be saying to God, Lord, you are good. I believe in you. You are my God. Hallelujah. And the last key I want to give you is actually a very amazing key. Because giving thanks, number five, what is this, number 13? Huh? I skipped a few, but I'll give you this last one. Giving thanks is the reason for staying alive. You'll be shocked now when I tell you this. I'm closing. Psalm 6 verse 5. Listen to this. Listen what the psalmist says. For the dead do not remember you. Who can praise you from the grave? Put it in the King James quickly. Just, just, he says, fear, uh, for in death there is no remembrance of thee. In the grave we shall give thee thanks. Maybe the master key for you not dying earlier is if you can give thanks to God. Because the psalmist argued with God, if you take me now, who's going to say thank you to you, Lord? For from the grave, no one can say thank you anymore. Maybe that's the reason why you're still alive, because you have another chance to say thank you. It's not the vitamins you are taking. <laughs> it's not the doctors who have been looking after you that keeps you alive. The master key to stay alive is to always give thanks. Say amen. amen. The psalmist told God, if I was in the grave, I wouldn't be able to give thanks. And God will keep you so that you can say thank you to Him. God will delay your funeral. He will even delay your burial if he sees that you are a person of constant thanksgiving, you are a person of... God does many things to allow thanksgiving to abound to him. 2 Corinthians 4.15 For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many rebound to the glory of God. Hallelujah. May it be an attitude in your life. May Satan not deceive you into complaining, murmuring, and grumbling. The question you must ask yourself today is, how can I say thanks for the many great things you have done for me? And then in the church environment, also ask yourself, how and to whom must I th say thanks? And you see, if you don't even know how to answer these questions, it means that you are, not, you, you, you are not a thankful person, but you can turn into a thankful person. 
How many of you know people you do so much for them, but they never say thank you? They are not grateful. They take it for granted. And that's why we teach our little children, isn't it? Every time mommy gives you something, say thank you. We want to teach them not to take for granted. They must not give it. No. That's why I like it when people, today's children, they are a big problem. A big problem because they, they didn't cry schwa. There's everything. They, they, they don't know when there's no food. I remember the days when, when my father had to, we were seven children, then he must give food to all of us. And I, and I could see sometimes that there was, not, there was not a lot of food in the house because a lot of his money was always on medical bills. Then he make millipap, millipap, a whole pot. Early morning, he has to go to work in the dark, six o'clock. But he has to leave us with a big pot, Sister Asher pot. Milli meal. That time the milli wool was either white or yellow, depending on the season where that came from. You don't know, you kids don't know what I'm talking about. Then in the morning you eat some. So it is, the pot is like this, then you eat that. Then in the afternoon you come home, you must have the, the, a little bit more, but not everything because tonight we will have more, but this time with a little sugar or bread. Pastor Charlie used to put bread, cut bread into blocks, then he put it in the millipup. Then that's his, his thing, that's his meat. In his mind he must say, this is... This is cheese and yama. But it was brown bread. Brown bread put in the millipop. You mix it. It's a piece of, it's your meat. But I, I, I thank God for those days. So that my heart can have an attitude of thankfulness. I don't think everything must just be given to me. Today's people in this country, they think everything must be given to them. I say, no, I want the house, I'm on the wachlis. It's all you did was to go on the wachlis. I want my 350. Alles was even niet You owe us. You say you owe me. Mama, you owe me. Government, you owe me. Nobody owes you nothing. You must be thankful for the little that you can get. There are many that's worse off than you. You just didn't see them.
come, Bertie? How can I say thanks? By your head in prayer. How can I say thanks? How can I say thanks? For the things. For the things you have done for me. Things so undeserved that you gave to prove your love for me. The voices of a million angels could not express my gratitude. All that I am. All that I am. That I ever hope to be. ever hope to be. I owe it all. I owe it all to thee. To thee. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. To heads are bowed, your eyes are closed. If you are here this morning, the Holy Spirit spoke to you through my preaching. And you want me to pray for you. And you didn't understand all that God has done for you. And all that He's doing for you. And you want to have a heart of thankfulness always. Maybe you you don't know that you owe your very life to God and you've just come to visit here today but this morning God is speaking to you that you must give your life back to Him as a sign of thankfulness. You must surrender your life to God. You didn't see God. You didn't recognize God in all the blessings you have but today want to say pastor pray for me I want to follow God I want to serve him I want to give my life to him if that's you put up your right hand for me I want to pray for you if there's someone like that I see your hand at the back young girl I see your hand here in front I see your hands all over can we all stand the whole congregation is standing I want those people that put their hands up to do one more thing is to come to me in the front don't be shy don't be embarrassed I won't embarrass you I want to pray for you you want to commit your whole life you want to give your life and all of you who feel that I must pray for you come to the front join me on this blue carpet to God be the glory yes yes how can I say thanks All the things All the things He has 
How can I say thanks, Virgie? How can I say thanks for all the things for the things that God has done for me? You have done for me all the things, things I did not deserve, so undeserved. But you gave it, Lord. But you gave to prove your love for me. The voices of a million angels could not express my gratitude. All that I am and ever hope to be, I owe it to thee. I owe it all to Thee. Pray this prayer after me. All of you that is in front here, pray this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I come to you today. Just as I am. Just as I am. I'm sorry for my mistakes. I'm sorry for my mistakes. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry if I was ungrateful. I'm sorry if I was ungrateful. If I didn't recognize you. If I didn't recognize you. But today. But today. I acknowledge you. I acknowledge you. As my God. As my God. I thank you. I thank you. For all the good things. For all the good things. You have done for me. You have done for me. You are a good God. You are a good God. And your mercy. And your mercy. Endures forever. Endures forever. Now be merciful to me. Now be merciful to me. I pray. I pray. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. Wash me. Wash me. With your blood. With your blood. Write my name. Write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. I want to follow you. I want to follow you. Every day. Every day. I want to be thankful. I want to be thankful. Every day. Every day. Give me a heart. Give me a heart. Of thankfulness. Of thankfulness. For all the good things. For all the good things. I enjoy in my life. I enjoy in my life. Help me. Help me. To be thankful. To be thankful. For the church. For the church. That I can be in. That I can be in. Help me. Help me. To be thankful. To be thankful. To the leaders. To the leaders. That you gave me. That you gave me. To guide me. To guide me. According to your word. According to your word. Now I believe. Now I believe. With my mouth. With my mouth. And with my heart. With my heart, I confess. I confess. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is my Lord. Is my Lord and my Savior. And my Savior. And today. And today. I surrender to Him. I surrender to Him. And I am saved. And I am saved because of my confession. Because of my confession. I thank you. I thank you for saving me now. For saving me now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind.